Hello, world, and thank you for joining me today. This is Shelley Shearer, and you are listening to the podcast Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, where I focus on not living in regret and forming high functioning habits. I want to inspire you to transform your thoughts for a happier and higher functioning life. We are what we think, and we get lost in limiting beliefs. We don't eat well, we don't take charge of our money, manage our commitments, and then wonder why we are stressed, overweight, in pain, and unhappy with our lives. I haven't met anyone that can't change their mind. That's why I always say, see you on the flip side, as I want to journey with you on coming out the other side. Side of what you might ask? Well, that's up to you. Good morning, world. Shelley Shearer here. It's been a while. I have truly, I apologize, let my uh, work schedule get in the way. And, and honestly, it's so funny. The little things, I know I talk about this a lot, but the little things that we let our subconscious control. For me, there's no door on my new office upstairs. And that has been such a mental block for me this past three weeks in the fact that I just don't feel private. And when I don't feel private, I don't feel like podcasting or whatever. Um, Yeah, I'm really not sure what I'm going to do about that. But uh, we do need to get a door on it because the animals drive me crazy when I'm trying to work. But not only that, uh, I don't want guests peering into my messy office. It's right off my living room as you walk into my house now, this particular room. It used to be a spare room, so it was always just kind of tidy in here and had a little table that my granddaughter and I would play Monopoly at. But but yes, now it is my disaster of a work area, and I don't want to look at it once I leave for the day. But this subconscious thing of mine that the world's out there and I just I just couldn't reach for this mic. Anyways, just something to think about, these things that I want to ponder. And speaking of that, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry guys, uh, today's subject is when the universe calls, answer. Really what I want to say is when the universe calls, for the love of God, answer. <laughs> it is amazing how many times in our lives we probably do not even realize that we ignore that little voice, miss an opportunity, <clears throat> don't make a connection. I can make it, I could do this, I could, I can make these little analogies uh, on and on, but I think you kind of get the point. Why did this come into my mind in particular? I'll tell you why. And then, like I always want you to do, I want you to try and think about this in your life and where you could have perhaps answered the call or you recognize at least that you ignored it. It's a little bit like that sixth sense feeling. When you start getting in touch with yourself, the universe, your subconscious, what's driving you, it is amazing. It is like anything else like any muscle that you work, when you practice, it becomes more apparent and it becomes easier to decipher what it is you should be listening for. So as I, for my regular listeners, you know that we have turned our basement into student housing and it's really given us a huge amount of joy to have these young people here. I enjoy being a mentor. I truly do. I enjoy being a mom. Um, one of my kids is, is I've got a boy and, and two girls. I'll have three girls in two months. And that's actually what this what this podcast is about, is that third girl and how the universe called and I answered. And it felt just immediately right after us not truly understanding kind of what was going on. And I'll explain. But anyways, one of my kids is a boy and he's probably going to be with us quite long term once he's finished school. And, and then he'd like to work and get his, uh, his uh, residency here in Canada. He sort of has adopted us and calls me mom. 
and he is absolutely lovely. He's a lovely individual and he is, he is just has such a great view on the world and his attitudes. And it is so refreshing to see and have fresh minds, open minds in our home. Now, the first thing I want to qualify is we are blessed. We don't have just any kids in our house, young adults. I, I call them kids, but be clear, these people are in their early 20s. We have exceptional young people in our home. And my husband and I look at each other often and say, how did we get so lucky? And we know it's true because the kids look at us on occasion and will tell us, we are so lucky to have you. So it's very mutual. Um, but they attracted what they needed. We attracted what we needed. And it just worked out so brilliantly. But here's the story. I have four bedrooms downstairs, but one of them actually is my guest room, like my fully formal guest room. It's also where I sleep with my husband's snoring, and it has all my stuff in it. Um, our bedrooms are in this house. This is an older house built in the 1950s and all that we've renovated it. And it's, it's a wonderful, warm, inviting space now. We live upstairs where there is sunshine and I overlook the gardens that I work so hard on. The main level of the home I don't use, it's not a basement. It is a main level, but it just is a lot darker. Not because it, the way it was manufactured and built and renovated over the years, not a ton of light and out the back, it is dug out from the ground. So the windows are tall and narrow in the back bedrooms and along the back wall of the house. So it's just, it, it can be a little bit dark down there. And this, all the rooms are small because that's the style of house it was. So all of my extra clothing and stuff is in that downstairs bedroom. Can I find a place for it? Yes. In fact, I bought a portable wardrobe. And then about a month ago, Keith and I had a conversation. We could not figure out why that room wasn't renting. We get inundated with calls about our rental um, because of we live close to a uni fairly close to a university. But we're not on a super main drag. So we're not, you know, within walking distance of, of, of the Surrey University because we're in Delta. We are not near UBC. I get a lot of students. It's, it's really um, interesting. You know, kids, they don't realize they're from other countries. They just see an ad for the lower mainland and they respond. But as soon as I find out where they're going for school, I start telling them, no, you need to be looking in this area so that they're closer to the school they're going to. I mean, we're not so desperate for renters that I'm going to subject some kid to be living an hour and a half from a school that's by transit. That's crazy. And a lot of these kids don't have cars when they come to us. So anyways, um, we've, we get lots of response. And yet this one bedroom, uh, which is the same price as one of our other rooms, it's not like it's crazy, uh, just wasn't receiving any, any uh, responses. So I finally said to my husband, I said, maybe this is a sign. Maybe this is a sign that we just need to try and manage on this, this budget and keep this room. Also, my husband just thought, you know what, we've, had, we've got three kids living with us right now and, and we're used to being empty nesters. Four people just might be a little much for us. So we kind of just had a conversation, decided to leave it. We were just going to leave that room and not rent it. On the Wednesday, this is last week, I was literally logged on to Kijiji and placesforstudents.com and was going to pull the ad. And I thought, you know what, leave it till, just leave it for right now. Just no one's answering it. We'll just leave it there for right now. I changed the places for students to September because the other room has to be rented anyways. One of our students is leaving at the end of the summer and thought nothing of it. Saturday morning, I get a phone call from a young lady in Ontario 
she had actually emailed me on the Friday, but I'd been doing taxes and didn't check my personal email or Kijiji that day, and she had seen the ad. It was so funny. She only needed it for uh, June, July, three months. We only had an overlap of like barely two months with having the four students. So it would kind of, she doesn't come for two months. We have two months overlap, and then we're back to three students again. Uh, we thought, I thought, oh, okay. But what caught me was this. One, sound of her on the phone. She was just a sweetheart and they're just, you know how you just meet certain people or you whatever and you're, sometimes your spidey tinklies go off, listen to that. And other times it's just a warm feeling and you just kind of relate to the person. You think, really like that person. You don't even have to get to know them. Pay attention to your sixth sense. It will, your team, I like to call them my team. Some people might call them angels, the universe. I, they're nicknamed my team. So you'll hear me around if you're, if you're eavesdropping on when I'm alone, me, something happens. I'm like, oh, thanks team. Especially if they saved me for something, saved me from something, help me remember something. It's my team. Um, I don't believe it's all in my subconscious. I truly believe I also have external forces helping me out. So listen to that sixth sense that you have because she needed our house specifically. She literally is working in a kid's camp at the top of my street. Like literally at the top of my street. She can walk out our front door and be there in five minutes. And I thought, what are the flipping, flipping odds of that? What are the odds of that? Well, I went to my husband. He looked at me and says, we made this decision. I said, I know, I know, but <laughs> it's only three months and you know it's summertime we're outside a lot during the summer anyways and the the kids all get along brilliantly they've all become really good friends and which again we're so fortunate and this person sounds sweet and outgoing again and honey she needs what we have to offer that's the thing um we don't get overwhelmed with responses because we don't live right on a SkyTrain route to one of the universities. You have to catch a bus to the SkyTrain. It's super easy and convenient and it's close if you drive anywhere. But if a lot of our students, like I say, and a lot of students in general don't have vehicles. So we definitely get specific types of people applying. And uh, I just had to sit there for a minute and make sure that it was the right choice. Went to Keith. Also went to our kids. It's not like renting out a suite where it's, you know, you rent out a basement suite or part of your house and you just, it's locked off and those renters have their own space. Our kids have a, their own private TV room and stuff and their rooms are private, but they're still in, in the main floor. They're part of our home. We see them every day. We're sitting, having a drink with them when they're making dinner, having a cup of coffee. Uh, we catch up with them on the weekends. We do games night. They are part of our family. We have they wanted that, we wanted that. Because we did start with just the rental that was a little more private and opened up the basement. And they were fine with with this situation. And I thought, okay, well, okay. The feeling I get from it, I can't, I just pray it's not a mistake because I have no feeling that there's a mistake. I truly believe that that room didn't rent because this person needed it, this specifically. And now I've removed all the edge and she's coming in in six weeks. That may be such a very simple little story to you, but when you get used to listening to the little things, when you've got bigger things on the go, you'll be able to get a better sense of feeling for what to do next then as well. Nothing's perfect, guys. You're going to make mistakes, but there really are ways of being prepared. Now, in the old days, when Keith and I were first in the old days, <clears throat> 
15, 20 years ago, when Keith, 20 years ago, when Keith and I were first met, and it's been, I believe it's, this is 20 years this June, uh, we did a lot of investing. And at the time, we were very open to opportunities. We also were prepared for opportunities. I always made sure that, you know, I had a bit of money set aside, that we had options, that we were just not, if you're living paycheck to paycheck and you have nothing in the bank, you're in debt, um, and if you miss a paycheck, your life is going to fall apart. You need to reevaluate your finances, okay, and how you're living your lifestyle. If you really are in that situation where that's the best you can do, then good on you. But if you are living beyond your means just because, it is amazing how many opportunities in your life you could miss because you have pigeonholed yourself into a position financially that you have no wiggle room. Now, that was not my case. I... I lived a life where I had things in place that allowed the universe to come to me and say, hey, would you like to do this? And I could make it happen. One way or the other, there were ways of just making things happen. One time I sold my CDU and allowed me a down payment. Other times I cashed in a life insurance policy. Life insurance was still in place, but it had a savings account. You know what? I put that away and I just didn't think about it. I just contributed it to it for years. And then all of a sudden when I needed you know, five and a half thousand dollars, I realized, oh, that policy has, has cash advance. All these little things allowed me to put a down payment on a house that my husband and I bought. It was actually his family home that allowed me room to ha- take an opportunity of an amazing opportunity. So when we were doing th- th- those types of things, we kept very open to what was going on around us. Now, I will be very honest, out of those, I think we did seven or eight uh, real estate investments during about a five-year period, five or six-year period, one went very badly. And I was warned. That's the one thing I can look back on that situation. Someone I knew professionally that was good friends with a very good friend of mine, but I had worked with her professionally, had phoned me had warned me, told me not to get involved with this person, and Keith and I got caught up. We thought the story she told us was a little bit biased, but when I look back on it now, I realized I was coloring it how I wanted to hear it. So that has been a lawsuit that has been going on for years. That man took a lot of really good people to the cleaners. He is an absolute sociopath and a narcissist, actually is probably the better word, and uh, we managed to get him convicted and put in jail, him and his partner, and we've got lawsuits against, you know, the property. But it was just, it was just a nightmare. I, and I invited that into my life because I didn't listen. We could have saved ourselves and someone else I knew that invested with us, um, or invested as well, not with us, a lot of heartache if I had listened. But I didn't. I was being stubborn. So... There I met my, fa- you know, I'm just admitting my failings there. There's nothing is perfect. Our, our own egos and everything get in the way on occasion. I rationalized it. But really, when I look back on it now, I thought, well, you know what? My team tried and I ignored them. So get used to listening to the team. But at the same token, this little girl that we've got coming now, she is so excited and so grateful because, I mean, what are the odds she'd find a place five minutes from her work that it makes me feel good. And I look at the situation. I said, well, the universe obviously had a plan. There was a reason the room didn't rent. There was a reason I didn't, I didn't, even though I was about to pull the ad down, I didn't. Again, these are very subtle feelings that just, when you get in touch with your body and your mind and spirit, some people feel things differently. For me, my chest, emotionally, things get heavy. When I'm happy, I'm light. 
Um, my stomach gets affected. Uh, my sleep gets affected. It is amazing how things will dwell on you and you are not listening to the signs. Okay. Listen, 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 because when the universe comes calling, if you answer, it can be, um, it's usually amazing. I'm not saying that sometimes it may not be spectacular. Maybe the universe needs something from you and it might be a little uncomfortable. That has definitely been the case for me, but that usually comes with a huge amount of reward. So I really don't caution against that. Usually when you're, when you are living in a positive uh, spirit and attitude in your life and you just put it out there, you know, universe, use me, God, use me as you need me. Then when the universe comes calling, it's usually a positive experience for you. You're usually answering something you need or you're answering someone else's need. And that is a good thing in my world. That is a good thing. So definitely pay attention to what's going on around you and answer the call. The other thing that happens is sometimes the universe quits calling because we never listen or we're never open. Now, my son struggles. He is, as my regular listeners know, he's bipolar. And last year he had a full episode and he had the beginning of one again this year and his fiance got right on top of it and they he, they were able to pull him out of it, get a new psychiatrist, get his meds adjusted. He's done very well. But life for him is changing again. My daughter-in-law-to-be is a very devout Christian and she does a lot of prayer and she has been very open. Now, my son stays very open because of sort of my mentoring. She stays very open to what God has to say. Are they the same thing? Probably, but not everyone believes that. That's fine. But the bottom line is, both of them are staying very open to what the universe and God has to bring them on different levels. And it brought them a complete change in the past week and everything fell into place. Is it going to be hard to see him go to another country again for, for a year or two? Yes, it will. But at least it's uh, on this continent and not in South Africa this time or someplace so far away, we would never see him. So opportunities came for him this past week that literally the stars aligned as he said it like with work, with visas, with getting out of contracts for rent, um, opportunities to finish a, a, a school certificate he needs, opportunities for my daughter-in-law to work in this country. Um, they're going to Guadalajara, Mexico, actually, is where they're going. There's a job waiting for him in December. He's going to be able to finally finish this online course. She's able to teach English because she's a, in South Africa, she was a um, private principal of a school. So my daughter-in-law has is a very, very bright and focused and hardworking young lady. And I'm very proud of her. But they stayed very open. And it was really hard because my son, by personality, is usually very tunnel visioned. Um, and, it, you know, he just kept saying, okay, mom, I'm trying. And he would phone. Okay, what do we need to kind of look at next? I'm like, come on, let's talk about this. Stay open to the possibilities because you don't know what might come up next. But for him, naturally, it's, it, he really has to exercise that muscle in his life emotionally because he's by nature very tunnel vision, very focused, which makes him very good at his job in IT. Um, but very black and white as well. Uh, he's always looking at you know, the next step and the next step. He's very good at seeing down the road really quite gifted at, of it, but he often has trouble seeing left and right. Like if the path is changing, he, in his life, and he's very the first to admit it, I wouldn't be saying anything on this podcast that he wouldn't be okay with me sharing to see, you know, the, the, the widening expanse of possibilities. So watching young people embrace and learn, which is happening in my home, um, expand their horizons happening in my family's life, 
it is very, very gratifying for me. And it also teaches me to keep being aware. Now, I really had to step back this last three weeks and, and really observe my habits. You know, you know, a lot of the sort of theme that runs through this podcast is high functioning habits and not living in regret. If you don't put good habits in place, you won't, you won't have a super stable life, whether that be finances or your health or your emotions. These things all help you build a stable foundation. With a stable foundation, you start listening to your intuition and to voices and the universe. You can start being open to better opportunities and therefore you will have less regret in your life. These are all stepping stones. Do you see how they kind of follow each other? Now, there's lots of great courses out there. I've talked about them many times. One of the young men I follow out in there is Brandon Bouchard, who does high performance habits, but his stuff is very, very focused on work and life and success um, in that financial realm a lot. He does venture into other areas of the life, but that is definitely his niche. And that is where he excels as a, as a life coach is in people's businesses and what they're looking for in their lives and what makes them happy, finding their purpose and ensuring that, you know, their souls aren't getting sucked dry and they're contributing back and, and feeding, you know, everything in their lives. Very, very focused in that particular area. For me, I'm definitely three steps behind someone like him as far as getting a good foundation, getting good habits. And it's actually, I consider myself like a stepping stone. If you can start putting things into place, um, don't forget you can download the ebook at highfunctioninghabits.com. It's just, it's 80 pages, guys. It's not super long and it's my gift to you. There are just some basic little things in there about life and finances and health and such that will give you a good foundation and a good place to start. And then, then I'm like a springboard. I want you to go off now into out into the universe to people that have really great, bigger callings, much, you know, the Darren Hardings of the world and the Brandon Bouchards and um, who's the big guru that is the big public speaker whose brain name has left my brain completely. It'll come to me in a second. It always does. Uh, he's spoken around the world for 20 years. As soon as they say his name, you're going to know. Uh, though, then, then you can go and tackle the, the, you know, the bigger, the bigger issues and bigger dreams. But a strong foundation is so important. Otherwise, you're just building on sand. All right, that's enough of this for today. I hope I've given you something to think about. I am back. I apologize for my absence. Um, I definitely was dealing with my own fear, insecurity, subconsciousness about how things should be when I'm podcasting. The other thing too is, which is here, this is something really funny. Um, I kind of touched on it at the beginning about the no door uh, and the privacy. My husband is loving loving having my old office downstairs and I'm happy because it's a wonderful space for him. He's a big guy and that is a very bright sunny space and his office at his, he's a, he's a traveling sales rep. So when he goes into the office, he's just inundated by the staff. So when he needs to get things done, answering emails, he's been on a business trip, needs to do his replies and everything. He is loving that office down there. And it's also kind of half and half a, a spare TV room for him. That's private away from the kids out in the main TV room. Well, he's been home. So that was the other thing. I don't like podcasting when he's in the house. So there's something I also have to kind of look into to find out what is it that I'm insecure about or self-conscious about that I don't want him hearing. I know he doesn't listen to my podcast, but if he did, I wouldn't care. But apparently recording it live when he's around and could walk in on me or could hear me really bothers me. So these types of things are really neat things for you to look at in your own life. 
and try and find the root of what's going on there. All right, everyone, have a great day and I'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you again for joining me today and remember to focus on not living in regret. I invite you to subscribe to my show so you don't miss a thing. You can reach me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at either High Functioning Habits or Living Well with Shell. And I invite you to leave a rating on my show about what you like best or message me with something you'd like me to speak on next. Remember, willpower will only get you so far that you better have a plan.